wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stupid idiot. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Party's over, Grandpa. Kane was there! Kane was there too! Yeah! No enhancement needed. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Wrestle Rant Radio here today for April 19th, 2018, coming off a pretty newsworthy week in the world of WWE between Raw and SmackDown, getting shaken up to their very cores. We got several superstars switching shows, but even more historic than that, we got a first time ever guest here on Wrestle Rant Radio. You've seen him on hashtag AskGSM at least seven or eight times. He's been on the show multiple times, more times than probably anyone but John. But making his Wrestle Rant Radio debut today is none other than my WrestleMania 33 traveling buddy, and who will also be will be joining me for WrestleMania 35, one the one and only Mr. Jason Davis. Jason, how are you doing today, brother? Good, how are you? I am Thank doing you for excellent. Me. Of course, it's been a long time coming. I thought you were on your vacation this week, so I figured it would be the perfect time to have you here on the show to help me break down Raw on Monday night. Your first ever episode of Monday Night Raw Live. First and foremost, how was the experience for you? Great. I couldn't have, I couldn't have been a better Raw to go to for my first one ever. Uh, I always wanted to go since 93, and thanks to you, I was able to go, and I couldn't uh, be more appreciative of that, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Of course, of course. Anyone for anything for you, Mr. Davis uh, or Jason, I should say. I know you don't like to be called the D word, so I'll just call you Jason. Um, but that being said, though, uh, what other shows have you? Been? I know we've obviously talked about this on hashtag before, but what other shows have you been to in the past that were not Raw on Monday night? Uh, to ECW, the original ECW, not the crappy uh, <laughs> WWE version. What? That's uh, that's ECW. Was that? I said that is ECW. Yoshitatsu versus no, Sean no, no, Benjamin. No, no, yes, no, it no, is. No, 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 no. The unlicensed music, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. They, they, they uh, you know, the Dudley Boys, Taz, when he, you know, <clears throat> yeah, Taz when he was relevant, uh, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> EC, ECW when he was relevant. Uh, when, uh, you know, two ECW shows, uh, WC. W Nitro, where I gave your favorite uh, William Regal the, the finger, which I still can't believe. I need to try to find that on the network um, <laughs> from Sarasota, Florida, fairground somewhere. Uh, WCW Bash of the Beach '98, which was just just awful. Um, another Monday Nitro, whatever the Nitro was, where the Warrior was sitting there in the ring, <clears throat> the Ultimate Warrior, which I got to see. Um, and then, you. and then the Wolfpack showed up and talked about, uh, some story about a warrior was under a tree one day and then he awoke and there was a pack of wolves in front of him and everybody's like, boo, you know, whatever. Um, went to ring of honor, uh, saw Daniel, Brian Danielson's second to last match, um, with the company, saw Tyler Black, AKA Seth Rollins. Cesaro, Chris Hero, uh, Cassius Ono, whatever you want to call him. Um, WWF World Tour 96, 
uh, In Your House, It's Time, which was 97. And I believe, and then WrestleMania with you, the Madison Square Garden house show. Oh, I did go to a house show in 2008, but I won tickets off the radio with my brother. And I mm-hmm. think it was like Jerry Lawler was announcing it, and Kane was in the main event against RV. Monday Night Raw. So pretty much complete. Never ever will I ever go to a TNA show or Impact, wherever the whatever that <laughs> crappy company's calling it, or Lucha Underground. No, thank you. Boo. And um, yeah, SmackDown. I would say, oh, NXT Takeover with you. How could you forget um, Takeover? Well, because I think of you know, I think of that guy I almost killed that was in, in front of us. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and I think the Monday Night Raw. So the only thing I haven't gone to would be, uh, I guess, SmackDown Live, and you know, uh, yeah, it's pretty much almost complete with or, the bucket list. Or if you return to your stomping grounds in Japan, you can go to a New Japan show at some point down the road. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I would like to. I'd like to do that if I ever. It's it's really expensive, man. I cannot believe how expensive it is to just go to Japan. Yeah, I know that would be. That would be a pretty crazy road trip or a pretty crazy, pretty crazy vacation to go to just to Japan. But uh, maybe at some I think point, I'd get a discount for uh, being born there. Right? <laughs> you should. The first four years of my life, but. Uh, hey, uh, that would be amazing if you could get a significant discount. Are you re- are you related to Shinsuke Nakamura by any chance or no? <laughs> no, no. I was born in the same. I was born in Okinawa, which is where they filmed uh, Karate Kid. So. Oh, that movie's Not overrated. At the time, so, but yeah, that movie's terribly overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> it is. No, I was just kidding. I don't actually think that's the case. Um, but that being said, yeah, Raw was pretty solid on Monday night. A lot of a lot of things happening in addition to superstars from SmackDown showing up on Monday nights and becoming official members of the Raw roster. To kick off the night, we had the one and only, the modern-day Maharaja arrive on Monday Night Raw, which I called. I, I told you all day long that he would be on Monday Night Raw, and now Monday Night Raw is Monday Night Mahal. But thankfully... He is no longer the United States champion. Um, he got beaten in quick fashion by Jeff Hardy, which when Jeff Hardy came out, we're like, okay, they're probably just doing a title match to pop the crowd, blah, blah, blah. He's not actually going to win. Then he hits a swan I'm like, holy shit, is he going to kick out? And like, one, two, three, holy shit, he actually won the championship. And I'm freaking out, and, and Jason's clapping, even though he didn't stand up, and he wasn't working out with me, but whatever. Um, I'm a tumor in my foot, sir. <laughs> no excuses for Mark outitis. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts on the uh, open to Raw on Monday? We got a new United States champion. I was happy. Um, I was happy as the show started, and then when I heard Ginder's music hit, it, it's just I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's got the look that Vince probably you know loves in more ways. One, uh, it's just he can't wrestle, and uh, I just can't stand it. But I love him. like the uh, to call it with him being traded over to SmackDown, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was great. Great kickoff to the show. We had plenty of other things happen over the course of the night. We had a 10-man tag team main event. Uh, we had Bailey and Sasha Banks, part 37, uh, which ended in a no contest. <laughs> we had Drew McIntyre debut, which was also pretty cool. So instead of going match by match, um, because all the matches kind of lead into what we'll be talking about anyway, uh, I want to get your two cents on each of the, uh, each of the switches from Monday Night Raw. So we get, Monday Night Raw got a lot of draft picks from SmackDown, including some people 
that were apparently not even announced on the show. Uh, they were announced over the course of the night on social media, and I did not find that out until I got home well after the fact. I don't know why. I guess they might have either mentioned them on commentary or just noted, uh, just pointed them out on Twitter. I'm not exactly sure why, um, but those people included Mojo Raleigh, Zach Ugh. Ryder, uh, Ugh. Mike Kanellis, Ugh. Chad Gable, and the Ascension. <laughs> so I'm going to sum up all these people in a one, uh, just one segment here. Any thoughts and any of those moves from SmackDown to Raw? Do any of these people have the potential to break out at any point down the road? I would say Chad Gable, but they probably won't do anything with him because Vince doesn't like little guys. So yep. The rest are all just going to be... The others are just going to be... Uh, what's the word? talent advancement um yeah they're just gonna push other guys they're gonna help push because they need more jobbers so yeah well you don't think mike Kanellis is gonna be a world champion the guy i thought was was curtis hawkins and and you know (laughs) yeah uh, no no i haven't even seen him on i haven't seen him other than his debut and then one match he had and that was what last year at some point i have not seen him on tv but you haven't missed anything he hasn't even been on tv the guy has not yeah, had a match so you're asking me what they're going to do with him what 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 is there to do with him there's nothing there's to nothing. do with him especially since his wife was the only redeeming part about about his act maria and she's been pregnant for like 9 she actually just had her kid but she'll probably be on tv for a little longer but to me i feel like this is more about SmackDown getting rid of all the people that they weren't going to do anything with, with the exception of maybe Chad Gable. I could see them doing with Ch- something with Chad Gable and Jordan when he gets back. That actually would be pretty cool. Not as a tag team again, oh, but as a no. feud. I forgot about Jason Jordan. Yeah, everyone forgot about Jason Jordan. Apparently he's still on the roster, um, but he will be back at some point. But this seems more like SmackDown getting rid of all the people that we did not give a shit about on SmackDown. Like the Ascension, who fucking cares? Mojo Raleigh, didn't we see him win a, some battle royal in Orlando last year? Yeah, the same pointless battle royal that uh, Corbin won. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I he, I doubt he's going to go on to do anything on Raw. Zack Ryder, I love the guy. He's not doing anything on Raw. Mike Canella, same thing. So really, nothing. They never pushed. They ever pushed Ryder when he was when he was hot. They they started doing the Kane storyline and stuff like that. I was like, okay, this guy's you know he pushed himself, and then they just they he keeps getting a better look and getting bigger and he can work and he's really good and people still like him but they're never gonna they're never gonna put they they push people when they want to push people so unfortunately look, look at rusev makes no sense make him a freaking face and turn reigns keel but i don't want to get into that that's just gonna piss me off <laughs> exactly it just makes too much sense to turn him a baby face but whatever that that's wwe for you um, other moves, we already talked about Jinder Mahal. Do you think he's going to be finally slotted as a mid-card guy on Raw, if not lower, as opposed to a main event guy? Do you think he's going to become a world champion on Raw like he did on SmackDown? No, because they seem to be smarter on Raw. Hopefully, I would I would keep him away from the world title at all costs. The IC title is fine, but no, I don't not know. even the IC title. He can't. He cannot wrestle. I mean, look at the U.S. title. I, you know, people want to say it's the same as the Intercontinental, whatever. But to me, it's always beneath that because they took it from WCW, which is fine, and they gave it a new look, you know, which is fine. But make that belt, belt relevant and and just just uh, just 
just put him back with Keith Slater and Drew McIntyre and just, you know, make Oh, my God. Are you saying yeah. that you're going to ruin Drew McIntyre's return to the main roster by putting him back with 3MB? No, because I think Vince, like, looks at looks at the progress of uh, Drew McIntyre's physique and um, Jinder Mahal's fatigue, uh, physique. Uh, <clears throat> you know, that's that's natural. But um, <laughs> And then look at Heath Slater. They're going to be like, yeah, no. I'm sure they'll, they'll use it as, you know, Heath Slater's going to get destroyed by Drew McIntyre, which he should. He, he, he's freaking phenomenal. And I, and I, like, I love Drew McIntyre. But, um, I, I mean, what else is to do with gender other than get up to everybody else over? I mean, I just, I don't get it. He just, he just has that, he's just big now compared to when he was skinny, and that's the whole reason Vince wants to push him. Besides wanting to get the quote-unquote, his people, you know, in India when he's from Canada. But anyways... Yeah, exactly. That's fake news. The guy's not actually from India, people. Breaking news. Don't be fooled by this company. Um, I yeah. mean, even as a mid-card guy, I hope he doesn't win any more championships anytime soon. The guy just he, just does nothing for me. Um, but you did mention Drew McIntyre, and I got to give you credit, Jason. I got to give you credit. You were like, he might be coming to Raw tonight. You thought he would be in the main event. I said, no way, Jason. You're a dumb mark. Stop believing all this shit. He's not actually coming over to Raw. You have no idea what you're talking about. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Five minutes later, shows up on Raw. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Now, you, but you see, for the first time in God knows how many years, it makes me want to see Ziggler. I was going to say, what do you think this... Do you think this pairing with Dolph Ziggler does more to elevate Ziggler, or does it bring down McIntyre? No, elevates both. I mean, if you think about the times that Ziggler was at the top, he was always with a little faction or had somebody. Like when it was with Biggie and AJ or or Vicky Guerrero, he always needed somebody to push him because there was always something missing, even though he's a great worker and he's, he's, he's... probably one of the best sellers out there mm-hmm. besides you know i would say rvd has indeed on that and the guy can work it's just there's nothing to get behind him because they killed his they, they killed his push by him doing that drawn out long freaking oh, i get just get dude i'm gonna quit i'm not i don't care i'm not, I'm not gonna quit i'm just gonna keep fighting i'm gonna, i'm gonna, and no one cares they're like okay uh, it was too much they just shoved it down your throat and you just didn't care and then mm-hmm. his his damn entrance is still, still bugs the crap in me. I don't like his music. <laughs> I hate it. The fact that you had to come out to nothing, stand there like an idiot and then play your crappy music is just even worse but hopefully that changes with Drew McIntyre and uh, they'll turn on him and it'll just push Drew. So. I hope so. I think this is a solid reintroduction, reintroduction of McIntyre to the main roster just because if you brought him back on his own right now between Braun Strowman and all the other people they have on Raw, Roman Reigns, Vince's fucking love child here. Um, I don't think they're going to push Drew on his own anytime soon. So putting him in the tag team division for right now seems like it makes a, a decent amount of sense with Dolph Ziggler. Like you said, the guy's a good wrestler, so hopefully in a tag team it makes Ziggler bearable again and they can get somewhat of a push. And McIntyre, I like him more as a babyface in NXT, but again, as you had said, maybe we see something along the lines of Ziggler turning on him at some point and they push Drew towards the... Uh, I see title picture again as he was about eight, eight years ago. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool to see him in person. And it should be noted that it was at TakeOver last year that Drew McIntyre initially returned to the WWE in the crowd, a show that we were at together, and then he uh-huh. returned on Raw on Monday night. So do you think the next show that we go to in maybe 2019 at WrestleMania, he'll be competing for the WWE Championship or something? 
I would hope so, but I mean, maybe the not the universal, but yeah, maybe the WWE Championship, just because he's Vince has got to, you know. I mean, look, he he's got the look, he's got the size, he can actually wrestle, he's entertaining, you know. Depending on what they do with them, which I can clearly see, uh, I'd like to see where he turns on Ziggler and breaks out on his own, and um, you know, I mean, Lesnar probably won't be around, but I mean. Think of all the people you put Drew up against. I mean, hell, I'm sure he could, you know, squash a lot of people. That, that, would, that would be great. I mean, the roster's come a long way since he was last year in the company uh, three or four years ago. Seth Rollins comes to mind as a great opponent for McIntyre, especially if it was over the IC title or something at some point down the road. Uh, McIntyre, yeah. and, you know, there's, there's a lot of people he could face. He can rekindle his feud with Bobby Roode from uh, NXT if they want to at some point. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people he can face, and I think he has a high ceiling on the Monday Night Raw roster. Um, we were talking about it before we went live here on the show, and Natalia, another member of the Raw roster, now coming over from SmackDown. And you would think, why? who cares about Natalia? Why is she on Raw? But it's pretty obvious that she's being positioned in a, uh, in a feud with Ronda Rousey so she can learn from her, so that kind of makes sense. She's obviously not going to be a babyface for long. Um, which is fine, but Natalia on Monday Night Raw. I know we were very vocal at the show on Monday, Jason. But we did not give two shits, to say the least. Yeah, uh, there is video. There is video evidence of Ziggler of uh, rather Natalia making her entrance and me saying, "Who could possibly give a shit?" And um, that's the end of the video because it's all I really had to say about that. But anyway, though, um, your thoughts on Natalia joining Monday Night Raw? It seems like they want to do the Piper Bret Hart feud by using relative and who uh, Ronda Rousey was inspired by, you know, so, and gave her name. So, uh, mm. I, you know, I, I, I was just thinking about that. Um, I completely yeah, forgot it, about that. That's a, that's a good observation. Yeah, well, if Natalie, if Natalie freaking, you know, I get why they're putting her with her so that she can be on the road with her and help Ronda, you know, she's probably going to be doing house shows and stuff every now and then to just, you know, get more exposure and get used to it and comfortable and stuff. And, Natalia is a veteran, which is great, and she is, you know, technically sound and whatnot. She just doesn't have the the mic skills and, and, you know, her look. She just needs to change her look, and, you know, it's just, you know, living everything off of her uncle, which is fine, you know, but, I mean, they tried to do that with baby boy, you know, baby boy's kid, and, and uh, it just, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but uh, I don't mind it knowing that she's there to help ronda rousey uh get more developed but other than that if they just go back to the same crap of i just i just don't care she's the female ziggler you know what i mean she's mm-hmm. just it, it perfect comparison it, she's the female version of ziggler at the very least we don't have to see natalia versus uh becky lynch anymore or natalia versus charlotte for the millionth time so at least they're finally moving away from those feuds uh, Raw's I women's can tell you I don't want to see her versus Sasha or Bailey. <laughs> I mean, it's not any, and it's not any better. I don't really want to see Natalia against anyone, but her and Ronda Rousey could be good, though. I don't know when that match would take place. Do you have any guesses when it could take place? Do you think it'll be saved for SummerSlam, or do you think they save it for like I don't think I think Backlash might be a little soon. Do you think they might yeah, do it I like Money in the Bank? I think SummerSlam gives yeah. enough time to develop. Oh, and also, quick uh, two cents on this. Ronda Rousey at Raw on Monday. I was not expecting that. I did not think she was advertised, so to see her in person was a pleasant surprise. Uh, what was your experience seeing Ronda Rousey in person? Oh, it was great. I, I, I you know, I like, the, I like how she's using real music, and uh, I like, 
I like how I like how serious she's taking it, and she's not. It's not like seeing other celebrities, if you were, you know, come in there. She's very. I I think just think her timing and everything's perfect. Her her ring work, you know, obviously is still being developed, but I think she's naturally just made for the for the WWE or you know wrestling in general. So I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. I thought that was great. And I, 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 for some reason, expected her to be there just because of it being the Raw, you know, superstar shakeup. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't really think she was going to be kind of like Lesnar, where you know he pops up whenever the hell he wants, et cetera. But uh, that was great. And she beat the crap out of uh, Absolution, which is weird that they use Paige's music. So hopefully they'll change that. I know they're on SmackDown now, and we'll talk about that momentarily. But yeah, hopefully they give them their own music at some point, considering Paige will no longer be managing them. Um, but speaking of the women real quick, Nia Jax, I was going to, I was going to tell you about this on Monday's Raw, I, I just forgot, but I was going to tell you in the moment, Nia Jax, dude, that, she got a really good reaction when she came out for commentary for that Ember Moon match, like, she got a very good reaction, it seems like she's much more over as a babyface than she ever was as a heel. Well, I think the whole story they used, anybody can relate to, and I True. thought that was perfect, mm-hmm. you know, the outcast, she's oversized, this and that, she's a plus size model, etc., I, I, I thought it was perfect, and when she came out, it was just, that was the first time she was coming out with the belt, I believe, right? So well, she, she was on Raw last week, it didn't make Hulu last week, she was on Raw last week, too. Ah, uh, see, because of goddamn Hulu. So, <laughs> love Hulu, um, anyway, so, but, uh, yeah, I didn't know that, so, but I just thought it was, uh, it's nice that, you know, she's, it's, she deserved it, she deserved the belt, and she, you know, she's, uh, seems very, uh, gracious, and, uh, you know. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, the pop was huge, man. I was clapping my ass off. I thought that was great. Yeah, it's cool to see her killing it. I think she's doing a lot better as a babyface than she ever was as a heel. And I think the make, it makes me feel bad what happened at WrestleMania <laughs> the, year, the year before. Oh man, it makes me feel really bad. Mm, sorry, Naya. I didn't want to wait in line to Did meet you, you for having that story. I not on this show. Well, real quick, we waited in line for. What was it? At least a half an hour, if not forty-five minutes, to meet Alexa Bliss. Forty-five minutes to 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 meet Alexa Bliss. But we and knew it wasn't going to be her. Up halfway to the line, and Alexa Bliss had to leave. So we're like, "Oh, who are they going to put in there? Is going to be Paul Heyman? Is going to be Kane? Is going to be..." And Nia Jax comes out, and everybody's like, "Ah!" Oh. And everybody, including ourselves, but especially Graham, ran <laughs> out under the ropes, and we just because Nia Jax wasn't anybody at the time, and. Poor Nia Jax, she just, her face went, like, oh, God, I feel terrible about it. Uh, sorry, Nia, I had to go meet Baron Corbin. I, Cedric Alexander uh, was ten times more important, I'm sorry, Nia. Maybe next year, when we go to WrestleMania Access next year, maybe I'll make up for it and apologize for uh, for ditching your line at the, at the very last second. But, uh, Ross, yeah. <laughs> what'd you say? Yeah, uh, you should. We'll see, we'll see. You instigated everybody to run away. I (laughs) I did, I said, let's leave, this is a waste of time. (laughs) I may or may not have yelled that out loud. Um, Or may or may not have yelled out loud, fuck this, and walked over to Baron Corbin's line instead. Sorry, Nia, if you're listening. Because I know she's a big fan of the show, so of course she's listening. Anyway, so the... uh, the Raw's women's division also got plenty of other talent in the form of the Riot Squad. So Absolution moves over to SmackDown. Raw gets the Riot Squad. They never really seemed to find their footing on SmackDown for whatever reason. They were they had some momentum for like a few weeks, 
and then they lost to Charlotte like a bunch of times, and then no one cared anymore. So hopefully they're better off on Raw. Um, any thoughts on the Riot Squad arriving on Raw on Mondays? I think they were <laughs> riding on Raw. Um, I think they could become very dominant if they're used right, but also they need to change the damn music because it's too it's too baby face. Yeah, like I every agree. Every time you hear that, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Sammy's, Sammy Zayn. Like, it makes no sense. Their music should be heelish. It should sound like they're assholes, whatever. And, you know, I mean, two out of three can wrestle, but hopefully they're just used correct and, you know. Well, oh, that's the thing. I think the thing with the stables that I think Ruby Riot. I mean, Sarah Logan's fine. She hasn't really. She never really did anything in NXT anyway. Sarah, Liv, Liv Morgan just sucks. She's just terrible. But um, yeah, she's lower than Carmella. It's the same damn gimmick, but she's even. Uh, well, I mean, she's probably. Yeah, uh, she probably. I've seen her wrestle Liv Morgan compared to Carmella just kicking and hitting somebody. That's and now some fucking reason she's. The, anyways. Yeah, I guess. No, I mean, I agree. I mean, she's still not that good, and I just think Ruby Riot is just... She's like Becky Lynch. Like, some people should just be a babyface, and Ruby Riot, she does well with whatever she's given, but I don't know. I feel like she'd just be a much better babyface than a heel. We saw her in NXT, and she was great in NXT, and the main well, roster... She got, been, over like, as a, she got over as a face. Exactly. They, they, not, they, I, they, they're bipolar. I don't get it. I just don't get their decisions. I don't know. They it's just weird. She that way. We have to make her bad. Like... Look at Alistair Black. He's covered in tattoos. He's he's face and doesn't talk, and it's great. And it's perfect. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's same thing with Ruby Riot. Where like with Nia Jax, she's kind of like the outcast and blah blah blah. But nope, we'll just turn her heel and put her with two women that she has no chemistry with whatsoever. But I don't know. Hopefully, That's they're the thing. Uh, people were late with the outcast because at one point or another, or currently, whatever we we all are an outcast or experience that, and mm-hmm. that why it would work. But they don't. They just don't get it because they, you know, don't want to think that way because we're not like the common folk, but we feed them, which makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Vince. We all don't look like Randy Orton. I apologize. Sorry, we don't. Uh, sorry, we don't look like your uh, typical um, poster child. Fuck you, Vince. I'm just kidding. I would. I'm uh, probably gonna end that part out. Uh, I would turn <laughs> off SmackDown when uh, Orton came out. What'd and you say? When Orton came out on SmackDown, I almost turned it off. So I'm like, what? what the f- uh, and then Hardy came out. But dun, dun, dun. And then I started dancing around my room. I was like, yeah, baby, I was right. Jeff, uh, Jason can suck it. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so also coming to Raw, this was great. So on Miz TV, we got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Let me note, though, as great as this is, it makes absolutely no sense to have these two guys wrestle for a spot on the Raw roster. Both lose, and then they get hired again the next week anyway by Stephanie. I thought it was just a complete waste. And they could have dragged this out even longer by having him wrestle on indies. Like, they're in a relationship with, like, Evolve and Progress and all these other companies where you could see Kevin Owens come out as Kevin Steen or some shit. I think it could have worked, but whatever. They they brought him back to Raw a little too soon, but at least they're on Raw. They're still a tag team, and uh, they were in the main event that night, but yeah, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are officially back on Raw after only being away from the uh, from the Raw brand for about a year. Um, your thoughts, Jason, on the move to uh, of KO and Sami Zayn back to Monday nights at the Superstar Shake-Up? Oh, I, I like Kevin Owens. I think it's great. I, I think that they wrote themselves into a corner and were like, well, we want to give them what they want. We fire them, but then yeah, we'll just have Stephanie just overturn it, and we'll just you know we'll just act like it didn't happen because we didn't know what the, we didn't have any 
long-term plans as much, you know, we all know that's what they tend to do. They don't think ahead unless it's Cena. But, um, yeah, I think it's great. Sami Zayn still, you know, he's a good heel because he's annoying as shit. And, uh, you know, and, you know, good for those guys that don't believe in working out, you know. I love KO and Sami Zayn. It was, I mean, I'm sure it was captured on TV. I have yet to see the segment um, back on YouTube or on TV or whatever. But they were so great in person. It's it's so funny because it's so apparent. They don't give a shit. At least their characters don't. They don't give a shit. Sami Zayn comes out dancing and doing the whole shit, and KO's just making all these one-off remarks. All these just coming off like a complete dickhead. He's so funny. It's great. Like when he did the whole the Avengers thing and he did the superhero pose, dude. I was dying. It was great. Yeah, he's a natural. You can tell. <laughs> You could definitely tell with Kevin Owens. He's hilarious. Um, so also on Monday nights, we got a new tag team. In addition to the exciting Ascension, and obviously I'm saying that sarcastically, we've got Brizongo on Raw for the first time. Um, I thought they would be a nothing team. They probably still will be a nothing team. They'll probably be the equivalent to what you know Heath Slater and Rhino are. But they did beat the former Raw Tag Team Champions. They beat Sheamus and Cesaro on Monday. We would later find out that was because the bar was headed to SmackDown. Um, but yeah, Fandango and Tyler Breeze officially on Raw, and they kicked off the Raw stint on a on a high note by beating the former Tag Team Champs. I think they're going to be Raw's version. At least I'm hoping they're going to be Raw's version of the New Day. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Because they get over. I mean, we were there, and people were going nuts. Other than the... Uh, the jack-off behind us, who I want to turn around and punch for all his ignorant slurs that he was saying about <laughs> uh, the team. And uh, But I, I think they will... Uh, I, I definitely see them. They, I mean, they've, they've put in enough time. At least Fandango, uh, Fandango, Fandango has over the years. And God knows he's tried so hard with the dancing gimmick, which I don't get why they even try to do that because it never works. Um, and that's another story, but uh, just like no way, Jose's gonna go nowhere. No, but, don't say that. You know no, what? He's not. He's not. He's gonna be. It's gonna be Adam Rose all over again. Cause no. People are gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. No way. No way, Jose. Dance. We've been sitting for three hours. We don't want to see you fucking dance. Just <laughs> but um, no, I think they're gonna be the. Uh, I think they'll hopefully get pushed like the New Day, and and I mean they're funny as hell, so. I reminds hope me, so. Tyler Breeze always reminds me of uh, Christian. Every time he I see does. him and, and hear him. And, uh, he does the kill switch as his stuff. finisher. He took his finisher, too. I mean, you oh, would... see, I haven't seen him win in so long. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I was going to say, you would never know that because he never wins a match, but he does do that as his finisher. And they're both Canadian, too, so they do have that in common. Um oh. Anyway, so uh, it was also announced on Monday via a vignette that Baron Corbin is on Monday Night Raw as well. He's been kind of uh, slowed down a little bit on SmackDown. I thought he was a good fit for SmackDown initially, but he went from like being a top star in the brand, he won Money in the Bank, then he lost a bunch of matches, lost a fucking briefcase to Jinder, which was beyond stupid, lost a bunch, won the U.S. title, Lost that a few months later, and he's been doing nothing since. So I think going to Raw is the best thing for him right now, I would say. Yeah, I think it's just a repackaging because, I mean, I, I, I keep waiting for him to be in a lose-my-hair hair, uh, match, but um, I, I think um, they'll make him the quote-unquote monster that he is. And, I mean, I could see him, him and Braun, that'd be cool. You know, I could see um, that. I could totally see that. 
Yeah, and, and he can work. I mean, in NXT, he was great. It's just, it's weird how they, I know it's all live and they have to cut it down for a certain time and stuff like that, but it just seems like they don't, I mean, other than if it's like AJ or somebody like that, like they don't really get to do, really show what they can actually do. And it's just kind of disappointing because you always think of the big guys of not being able to do stuff and he can definitely go. And uh, I'm hoping I just, you know, hopefully they'll, uh, they'll use him right this time and not, uh, you know, kill him like they did before with Andre the Giant, Battle Royal, etc. So. Exactly. Well, hopefully he gets a fresh start on Raw, a lot like Bobby Roode, hopefully. Well, he's been doing a lot of nothing recently on SmackDown. He was U.S. champion for a while. I should not. I shouldn't say that, but he wasn't getting the belt back. He lost the WrestleMania. Um, I don't know where he stands in the pecking order on Raw. There's a lot of baby faces, and there's also a bunch of heels too. But I think he would better off. He would be better off in a heel role as one of the top heels on Raw as opposed to a baby face. Because right now he's in the pecking order. He's behind Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns, and maybe Finn Balor too. Finn I'm Balor. Thinking. And Finn Balor. Yeah. That's at least five people. So the guys I would assume has to go heel at some point. Um, I know there's Jinder and Corbin and Ziggler, but I don't know. I think he's a bigger, and there's also Owens and Zayn, but I feel like he's a bigger priority than than most of those guys. Um, but yeah, he you did wrestle in the main event. Take Miz's spot. Exactly, take Miz's spot for where he used to be. At least, if maybe not the main event, but maybe upper mid card, if not lower main event, I think would be perfect for Rude. But he did get a knife. He, his raw stint is off to a strong start. Um, he did win the main event, or was a part of the main event, a part of the winning team. So he got a, a good reaction. I think people saw the entrance before his music even hit, which is why if you watch it back on TV, he didn't get the greatest reaction from us, just because we already knew it was him because we saw the fucking smoke machine. But anyway. Well, uh, that he's wearing a white robe and then didn't turn the lights completely off so you could fucking tell it was him. Yeah, it was beyond but, obvious. Uh, it was like at least 15 seconds before his music hit. We could see him walk out on the fucking stage. So I think that was a... Kind of a bummer, but uh, yeah, Bobby Roode on Raw. Jason, your thoughts? I think if they turn him heel, he'll still get over a lot better. He just works better as a heel, and people still like him because um, he's got that flair slash kind of Triple H you know, thing going for, at least when Triple H was like in, you know, evolution, etc. Um, obviously, we know that he's been with Fortune before, which they'll never talk about. Um, Fortune right? Four. Fortune, right? Wasn't it him and AJ? And yeah, it was him, AJ. Uh, um, yeah, I think Storm, and then Daniels and Kazarian. Yep. Ugh, why those guys never got? Anyways, I think he'll do great <laughs> as long as they use him right, and hopefully he doesn't die. And you know, lastly, I just don't understand at all because the guy's got the personality and charisma of a dead moth. But uh, I'm sure <laughs> they'll try to do something with him and. And Lesnar at some point, hopefully, if they can. I mean, he's just, he's too, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get the appeal to this system. I get it. I like Bobby Lashley. I didn't get it when he was with the company before, and I don't get it now. He just looks like, you know, I don't know. He's uh, he's that guy. He's, uh, he's that right back guy. Anyways. Well, he's improved a lot. I mean, I think you'll soon see, hopefully, if they give him a chance to uh, showcase what he's capable of and the fact that he's improved quite a bit in both the mic, on the mic, and in the ring since he was uh, last in the company. He might win you over, but I do think they are headed towards a Bobby yeah, right. Lashley-Brock uh, match. At, at, I would assume SummerSlam, do you think? Yeah, I it, mean, I could see that. He, if Brock he, sticks around. Yeah, I mean, I could kind of... I don't know. I don't... I, the, the Lesnar thing 
getting old, really, really old. Yeah. That 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 uh. Oh, the Roman match? The, the WrestleMania match. I just, oh, God, it was, it was terrible. terrible. <laughs> that was an awful match. Oh, they could have, if they did that with Strowman, uh, you know, I just, I just feel like they, they, uh, they peaked too soon with, with Braun. And I, I'm kind of hoping Braun will dial down the uh, happiness a little bit because he's starting to not look like that monster, even mm-hmm. though he, he's kind of, you know, but that's just me. Yeah. He's another guy that's just extremely oh dude that do you think he got the loudest pop out of anyone on Monday's Raw for the yeah. most part? Um loudest pop, yes. And then Reigns, it was so loud with the booing that me and you couldn't even hear each we couldn't hear him and then we were trying to talk to each other and say, What did he say? We couldn't even hear him over the PA. It was ridiculous. That was, that was I didn't realize like I knew he was if people don't know when they see it on T V like you hear the crowd that's like, oh, everybody's booing and he's looking around, but like you, you don't realize how loud mm-hmm. and how hated he is until you're there live. <laughs> so that's that's a good thing to go if you're gonna go see Reigns and you know <clears throat> you get to experience that. That was that was the loudest booing I've ever heard out of any wrestling event I've ever been to. And you know what pisses me off, too? It's like at the start of last week's Raw, I don't know if they showed it on Hulu when you watched it back, but at the start of last week's Raw, because it was the post-WrestleMania Raw, Michael Cole goes, oh, this is the crowd that boos people they normally cheer and cheers people they normally boo because it's like the crazy Raw, the crazy the crazy uh-huh. post-WrestleMania Raw. Okay, then how do you explain fucking Hartford, Michael Cole? How do you explain Hartford booing Roman Reigns out of the building? So stop with that nonsense. It's like, dude, I have never heard heat like that since I, I saw Vicky Guerrero at a show years ago. Like, it's ridiculous how, how hated he is by the audience, but they'll never turn him heel, so why even bother? I, I, I don't I don't understand. They I don't know why Vince or whoever thinks that he's gonna be like Cena when it, that that took so long because when when Cena's kind of heelish or kind of shoots, then everybody loves it and it's great. And I respect him for that when he's done that. But Jesus, just they've been trying for what five years now? At least five, four or five years. Yeah. Yeah, like when he was with Shield, why did people? Because he's got that look. He looks like a bad guy. He looks like an asshole. He can back it up. He's tough. Blah blah blah. Him as a face is just awful, and I get it because they're like, "Oh, we're making all this money off merch," and I really think that's the only damn reason they'll do it. Yeah, that's the only. Why, but even why then... can't there be the guy for the company that's not a good guy? Why does it have to be a good guy? Why yeah. can't the guy be a bad guy? It makes no sense. The yeah. Rock did it back and forth for years, but it, you know. Just, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like in 2018, I feel like we don't even need a guy. I mean, I feel like there's no face of the company. I feel like the company just sells itself. It's not like in, it, it's not like it's 1985 where you need like Hulk Hogan to draw people onto the buildings. You know, you're going to come to Raw just to see the fucking Raw roster. I'm not going to Raw to see Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think I just think it's stupid. I know John Cena's been, like, the biggest star they've had in the last 15, 20 years at least, but it's like, even when Cena's gone, the company's going to do just fine. They don't need to have the guy. And as long as they push him as the fucking guy, no one's going to accept him as the guy. They're doing more damage to him as the, as the years go along than I think they're aware of. Because at this point, not that he's damaged goods, not that they can't push him or redeem, or not that they can't, you know, fix what they fucked up with him, but... 
I, I don't know. I feel like the boos are only getting worse. And, you know, the little oh. Saudi Arabians are going to cheer him, but whatever. Who started as a freaking heel and pretty much kind of was a heel the whole time? Pretty much his whole freaking, well, I mean, Stone Cold. Yeah, I, that's what I figured you were saying. Yeah. Like, just don't don't have Reigns talk. Just be over-the-top heelish, and I guarantee you, then then it'll be even bigger. Because then it's like you finally give them what everybody wants. But I don't know. I guess it just comes down to one man's out-of-touch you know, mind. And, Pretty much, yeah. Uh, well, it's I like know. I just don't get it. I know it's on a smaller scale, but I think of, like, the Usos. A couple of years ago, people could not stand the Usos. They were getting booed, and largely because they were associated with um with Roman Reigns. But it got to a point where, like, their shtick was beyond stale. No one cared about them at all. And then they finally went heel, became great heels. Now they're great and now they're baby faces again because they're being cheered again because people grew to accept them. I don't know why they can't do the same thing with Roman Reigns. I don't know why they can't just learn from their Samo- why can't why can't he learn from the Samoan cousins of the Usos and follow that same path? I just don't understand it. Because Vince thinks he knows what's good for business because this is his empire. Yep. That's Vince McMahon. Yeah, push him, damn it, push push Roman Reigns. <laughs> why do you think Daniel Bryan didn't go to Raw? Because they know they know for a fact. I was I was shocked how many people thought Daniel Bryan. I know I was entertaining the idea during Raw on Monday, but I was surprised how many people thought Raw would uh, get Daniel Bryan. Because it, could you imagine if they had Daniel Bryan on the same show as fucking Roman Reigns? It's like there's no chance, absolutely no chance, because people would be chanting for Ro, uh, for Daniel Bryan during every single match. The only reason that they don't do it now is because they know Daniel Bryan's on SmackDown, so it doesn't even matter. But uh, if we didn't have yeah. the brand split, we'd have a repeat of a few years ago when anything everyone would ever chant for is Daniel Bryan, especially during a Roman Reigns match. So they are very lucky yep. that he's on SmackDown. Yep. But you did mention Jeff Hardy before, bringing the United States Championship to SmackDown, kicking off his latest SmackDown stint on Tuesday by beating Shelton Benjamin. So uh, Jeff Hardy back on the blue brand. What are you thinking, Jason? I think it's good because I think they'll, they're going to try to continue his... Uh last uh, run as far as when he, you know, what he left before he left where uh, he was actually, you know, world champion and stuff like that. Jeff could, people are always going to get behind Jeff. Um, I think it would be weird to see him as a heel because um, I know that's pretty much what everybody thought about when, you know, TNA, you know, that terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I think that he could have one good last run and probably, you know, help elevate other guys. And I think it'll be interesting. It'll make me want to watch SmackDown more. So, Yeah, I would love to see more of Jeff Hardy in the main event scene moving forward. I like him in this. I like him in the mid-card scene for right now because I feel like he's such a... He's so fucking popular. I would say next to Braun Strowman and maybe Seth Rollins, he probably got one of the biggest reactions of the night when his music hit at the start of the show. People love... Jeff Hardy. I mean, I know he was like the fucking man 10 years ago in this company when they first gave him the belt a few times. But even 10 years later, this guy is so over. It's ridiculous. And he's 40 years old, but he could still have a good match with fucking Jinder Mahal. I was surprised. It's like it takes a lot. He's more more over than Matt. Mm, that's tough. That's the I, I think, think they're Jeff's o- only I think you Jeff gets the reaction he does because of nostalgia and I think and for new fans, but mostly nostalgia. And then Matt's reaction is just because it's finally, they're doing something with him, and they're finally doing something with Bray, which how 
freaking many years ago did I tell you they need to turn Bray face, mm. and it will still work. And look, look how freaking great of a team they've become, and this is only the beginning. Hopefully they won't fuck up. I would hope they win the Raw Tag Team titles. Not give, I mean, actually, they have to. There's no way that they yeah, won't. they have to. They're not giving the Raw Tag Team titles to a team that's on SmackDown, so forget I even said that there's no chance uh, Sheamus and Cesaro win anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I think they're different. I think they're over in two different ways with Matt. I think the, the gimmick is, I mean, it's a gimmick. Jeff Hardy's not really a gimmick. He's just very popular. Um, the Woken stuff is just entertaining as all hell. And like I said, people, I think, are just very happy to see him finally get pushed in the WWE. And with Jeff, it is nostalgia, but it's also like a lot of women and a lot of kids. People love Jeff Hardy. The girls love Jeff Hardy. That was a big reason why he was so over in 2008. And guys like him too, so I feel like Jeff Hardy's like that fucking rock star that everyone likes. It's very rare you get someone like Jeff. with where, Like, they wish what they have with Jeff is what they probably wish they have with Roman Reigns. Where, like, the girls and the kids like him, but also the guys too. And Roman Reigns yeah. is the exact opposite. And they're getting to the point with Roman where, like, everyone hates Roman. Like, even kids are booing Roman Reigns at this point. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, it's, Not it's everybody. The they're doing the same reaction that Cena. And they're like, well, he must be getting over because he's being booed. He's not being booed because he's a bad guy for something he did. He's being booed as a good guy because you're pushing him down our, our throats. What the, what part do you not understand? He, just because he gets a reaction. I remember JBL saying that. It's like, does he get a reaction? That sells seats. People want to see him get... Mm-hmm. You know, I remember that. Get, you know, mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like That's not a good point. We don't want to go to a show because when the rains come out, we don't want to see whatever BS is going to happen where he's going to beat so-and-so. And unfortunately, ugh, you know, that the logic- greatest Royal Rumble, which is the dumbest... I don't understand the point. Does somebody get a championship title match if they oh. win the greatest Royal Rumble? I don't understand. Guess what? I had just read this the other day, and I think this is accurate. I could be wrong, but I think as of right now, guess what the winner gets? Chicken? I wish I would I would enter that rumble and win I would eliminate everyone if that was the case. But worse yet, they get a fucking trophy. No joke, they get a trophy. That's it, a fucking trophy. And I get it with the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic before anyone throws that in my face. Like, oh, you know, they get a trophy. What's the difference? It's because the fucking Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is honored after one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and it actually has prestige. This has no prestige, which is fine. I know this is a network special. It's not like it's WrestleMania, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like if you're investing so much star power into one match, you would think that it would mean something. And just, it, it doesn't matter if it's for a fucking U.S. title shot. Just have a title shot be in the line. I don't see why not. What's the harm in why, that, you know? Why, why haven't they announced the, the women's Royal Rumble match at the Grace Royal Rumble? That makes no sense. Exactly. Well, you want to know why? Yeah. Why, I wonder why that is. Mm. I haven't heard about any females wrestling when they're going over to Saudi Arabia. I wonder anyways. why. <laughs> yeah, what, why would you even... And anyways. Fuck Saudi Arabia. Political. Piece we of both, shit. You, we both... Uh, we both know what we're thinking. Yep. Yeah. But the thing is, it's so... It's so ass backwards of this company because they push this revolution thing. Oh, it's the Divas Revolution, the the women's evolution, all this other shit, which is fine. And it's true. I mean, they have a lot of great women's matches and they have the women's rumble, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you don't fucking push that narrative and put out the whole 24 on the women if you won't even push to have them on the, if you won't even push to have them on the Saudi Arabia show. Like, that's so, that makes well, no sense. very different though. I know. I know. It's not really the company's fault. More, it's, it's not, you know, it's not like it's in Cuba or I something. I would have been there in the first place. 
I, I honestly would not have, but that's just me personally. That's I don't yeah. believe, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to say anything to upset anybody. But I know. It's a, it's a very different culture, but it just seems very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah culture, whatever you want to call it. Or whatever it is, whatever that country is, Saudi Arabia. But no offense, hopefully. We, we don't, you know, we hold nothing back here on WrestleRant Radio. I don't give a shit. I don't, I'm not the censored. W, the WWE company pushes for women to be just as equal and be and and. and be an evolution, and they're going to hold this somewhere where women That's are what I'm treated saying. like dogs. That's what I'm it saying. It makes no sense, and it pisses me off beyond. Uh, That's exactly I what I'm saying. Say right now, I don't know uh, why you would do that. Just yeah, it makes very little sense. And but... call it the greatest Royal Rumble. You win a trophy. How is that the greatest? How is that better <laughs> than the Royal Rumble we just had, where you actually get a title shot? That makes no sense. And you have females busting their ass, but you want to take it to this shithole and anyways yeah it's it's pretty stupid and that rumble in january was one of the best rumbles i have ever seen so i don't know how they're going to top that with whatever they got coming up in saudi arabia but you know what we we've seen stranger things so we'll see maybe somebody to throw sand in somebody's eyes i'm gonna get so fucking i'm gonna get shit for that sorry it's okay i wish i hope they do too we're on the same wavelength there so i completely agree um, speaking of the women, though, we already kind of alluded to it before, but Absolution is also now on SmackDown. SmackDown just gained Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, which only made sense with Paige as the GM. Why wouldn't she draft those two to SmackDown? So, um, I think it's a good move. They have yet to really face, they faced Bailey and Sasha Banks a million fucking times, so at least they're moving over to, uh, SmackDown so they could face Charlotte and Becky Lynch a million times and get squashed by Asuka, but it is what it is. Um, do you think either one of these women, Jason, have any potential on their own at some point down the road? No. Wow, neither one of them. No, maybe Mandy for her look and Corey Graves, uh, very close to getting a, uh, restraining order put against him <laughs> for every goddamn week that she's on TV. But uh, other than that, um, no. I mean, they killed... What's her name? I'm sorry, not Mandy Rose, the other one. Oh, Sonia? Sonia DeVille, yeah. But I just forgot her name. They killed her fucking whole thing with Ronda Rousey coming out and going, yeah, you're not really as tough as me, and you're not, your gimmick is not <laughs> actually, you know, yeah. legit. So I'm just about to show you in five seconds. I mean, they pretty much killed her. Yeah, gimmick, which pretty much. Stupid, and then go, okay, go to SmackDown. Now they can't <laughs> freaking push that. What are they thinking? People are going to forget that. They're going to use that as a highlight. Now you can never have them face. Mm. Even though I enjoyed it because we were there, but it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Because you could have built that up to something, some MMA versus, you know, you could have had, you know, I don't get it. Yeah, just, just keep them apart, yeah. Think. They should have been Mandy Rose, and then, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, I don't know why it was Sonya. They ruined any appeal of a future Sonya versus Ronda match just because they made her look like a total bitch in the matter of five seconds. She went down with no fight whatsoever. So it's like, yeah, I you're will, not I real MMA. I guarantee you two things will, will happen, though. I don't know if it'll happen the next year, but I guarantee you that they're going to freaking, if they get enough of the female roster, uh, female wrestlers, they're going to have female tag team belts. For sure. I guarantee you that's the only other thing they can do that's new. And two, they're going to freaking have the NXT Women's Champion get brought up, and Ronda obviously is going to have a match with her best friend. Or one of her best friends. I could see that. I think Shayna should be down there for a while, but I could see that happening like after Mania next year, maybe. I could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, she's a champ now, so I mean, how long is she going to... True. 
True. I mean, she may not be yeah. down there for more than six months. I still say WrestleMania is going to be Ronda and um, and Charlotte. So we'll see. We'll see. But I, I could definitely see them doing that at some point down the road. I think Ronda and Oscar. I think Oscar is going to turn. It'll be Ronda versus her. I, that's what that was my original match. I said that a while ago, but I think at this point, I think the reason they had him, I think that the reason they had Oscar lose was because they want Charlotte to be built up as Ronda's opponent. You really can't go wrong with either one of them, but I would go with Oscar personally. But that's just me. Yeah, I would too. But I also love that Charlotte is. If there's anybody that could break that streak, it should have been Charlotte. Which, unlike the other streak that I don't want to talk about, that was broken. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Asuka, she's on SmackDown now, too. She had beaten pretty much everyone at least twice on Raw, so it was high time that she was moved to SmackDown. Oh. SmackDown's women's division is looking pretty uh, solid right now between Asuka, Becky Lynch, Charlotte. Carmella now is the new champion. They're building her up. They have Naomi as well, oh. who just won the uh, WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. They have, um, as well as the iconic duo, so they, they got a number of good women's talent on SmackDown. Tamina, don't give two shits about her, and Lana sucks. But the rest of the women is uh, it's pretty good. They got rid of Natalia, and they got rid of uh, the Riot Squad. So I think SmackDown's women's division now is pretty uh, pretty loaded. Yeah. And they got a couple good matches, too. We can also see Asuka and Becky Lynch at some point, which could be great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, you're not a fan yeah. of Asuka and Becky Lynch? No, no, I love Becky Lynch, I love Asuka, I just think, you know, they did what they did with Sasha and Bailey. they don't. Um, Becky Lynch and Charlotte just got boring. Yeah, with Banks and Bailey, I mean, we talked about them before with their match, and the fact they have, uh, they've had 542 matches, and neither one of them turned heel on money, which is ridiculous, but uh, now they're going to face uh, the Riot Squad another million times, but... Whatever it is, what it is, I guess. Um, SmackDown gets a big kick, uh, gets a big pick, and big cast. Just kidding. Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe is a uh, a real, real big gain, I think, for Monday Night Raw, for Friday Night Smack, or Tuesday Night SmackDown. Excuse me, I'm botching all over the place here. From all the Not people, for for all the people that moved to Raw, I think Samoa Joe is pretty much a bigger star than pretty much any single one of them, except for maybe Owens and Zayn. But Samoa Joe's a is a, is a big pick. I think he's a great fit for SmackDown. So we could see Joe and AJ for the first time since their TNA days. Joe and Orton for they the first time. They never face each other, sir. What? Never, never, that's never happened. What? A match, <laughs> a match we haven't seen a million times? No, 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 no. Nope. Wow. Well, we're going to see it in WWE at some point. We're going to see Joe and Daniel Bryan, which should be fucking awesome. Bro, uh, Joe and Nakamura again, which should be solid. So... I like Joe on SmackDown a lot. I was not expecting it, but I like this move a lot. Uh, what do you think about Samoa Joe on SmackDown? Oh, I love it. I just think it's funny as fellas because he's what they should have done with Roman Reigns, and it makes sense. Excuse me, I'm just getting my DeLorean at the moment. What, well, go um, back in time? I'm sorry? Going back in time? Uh, yeah, I'm going back to the year you were born. And uh, yeah, Anyways, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's great. Uh, Samoa Joe, I mean, I just, I think they're going to finally do something with him, which, you know, they really didn't get right before to a certain extent. And I think, yeah, him and AJ, him and Nakamura, I think it's going to make for great matches. Him and Daniel Bryan, I mean, it's it's good. I, I wish there was one guy that was still with the company just because I'm sure he'd be a lot happier. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we probably don't want to mention his name since 
I think that was the first Raw. No, actually, I did hear that chant start during the women's match. I remember you had said, oh, my God, let it go, people. <laughs> it's, been, it's been so long. Stop chanting CM Punk. But, you know, some of us out there, we, we have hope, and that's all that matters, sir. Hey, you know, you know what? I have, I have hope, too, but I'm not going to chant it because I know he doesn't. Not that he doesn't care, but I just know he's not coming back anytime soon. I love you, Phil. If you're listening, Phil, I love you. I hope you win in uh, UFC 225 in a few weeks because I know you're a big WrestleRant radio fan, so I'm pulling for you, my man. But, uh, no, I agree about Samoa Joe. I think he's going to be a big star on SmackDown, a lot of potential money matchups on that brand. He could be a part of that SmackDown 6, as I would say, with uh, AJ, Bryan, Nakamura, himself. Um, I would say The Miz and Randy Orton, so they have a pretty strong lineup of talent on the on the blue side towards the main event scene. Speaking of whom, we've got um, The Miz back on SmackDown for the first time in a year. And that's where he should have been the entire time. But The Miz back on the blue brand. Jason, your thoughts? Oh, I think it's great to uh, finally, uh, now they can finally do the feud with him and Daniel Bryan. But after that, I just don't know where they're going to go from there. But, you know, I think it's great. The Miz, I've actually come around on him. Um, You know. I knew uh, it. Yeah. Good stuff. I think at some point, could we see Miz as WWE champion? Uh, uh, mm, you know you want to see it. Uh, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, think he they, can. He's, he's too entertaining as a, as a heel to where he's not like, you know, I don't know. No, maybe. yeah, I know what you mean. We'll see. We'll see. But I do think he can get back to that level if they if they wanted to push him towards that level. Um, as, as, Vanessa, as Vanessa would say, uh, or I'm sorry, the girl with two Vs, as you <laughs> call her, she, he is a lovable dick. He so, is. Uh, he really yeah. is. He's yeah. such a lovable dick. Unlike Big Cass, who I just could not care less about, who is also now on SmackDown. Test version 3.0 and... Do you care about Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan? If Cass can actually, you know, hopefully he's been working on his wrestling. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it depends on what they do with him. Again, you got these guys. Um, I mean, he's kind of had a lot of bad luck with who he's been involved with in the last uh, two years. But, um, <laughs> you know, Enzo. But uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully uh, people won't chant Enzo or anything. And I'm sure he's not going to do his same old stick with the, you know, how you doing, because he doesn't want to bring the memories back to mm-hmm. the fans. Or, so, but uh, I think, yeah, I think he'd be, I think if he's used right, once again, it'll it'll work. But uh, uh, I don't know, the whole David and Goliath kind of, you know, Corbin did that with Daniel right, already. Now they're going to they're gonna do this again with uh, someone taller. So I don't know. We'll see how it shakes out. I do think he doesn't... I mean, if they want to do with Daniel Bryan and they want to push him towards the main event scene, if anyone can get a good match out of him, it's Daniel Bryan. But I don't have high potential. I don't really have high hopes for him as like a world champion, especially when you have fucking Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and Shinsuke Nakamura I mean, on the same I show. I mean, honestly, though, since Jinder was world champion, I really... I don't have a doubt about anybody at this point anymore. Honestly, you have a great point. That's That's a great point. I could definitely see him winning a world title if only because Jinder held the championship for fucking six months in 2017. You notice the, the trend? Uh, the, you know, great Kali, 
you know, they just, uh, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But. Right, it's, it's whoever gives Vince a boner. That's, whoever's, that's whoever has the championship. I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't do it. Nope, and I didn't nope. do it. Nope, um, it was me. As we wind down here, a few more picks to SmackDown. Our truth You love him. He's on SmackDown. I didn't know he was still with the company. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him on TV. Jeez, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him on Hulu ever. And uh, last time I saw him before that was was uh, maybe when he was with Road Dog or I don't know. With, with Road Dog. I, I, uh, I don't, I, what the hell are they going to do with this guy? I mean, oh, no, I take it back when he was doing the invisible Jimmy uh, thing. That was the last time where they tried to push him and that didn't work. But, uh, yeah, that went nowhere. When it was a Miz or the Jizz at the time, yeah. <laughs> He'll probably be uh, stuck yeah. losing to uh, Ty Dillinger on SmackDown. I doubt he's going to go anywhere. But, uh, that didn't make any sense. I didn't get that segment because I'm like, what the hell? Did I miss something? Did he have a new tag team partner for the last six months and they didn't show it like with him and Goldust? And then I asked you and you said, I have no idea what the hell that was about either. So no. I don't know. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm thinking of any history they've had, but none. None whatsoever. I don't know where that came from or what purpose it was supposed to serve. Um, but the jobber division on SmackDown is looking pretty loaded right now between R-Truth, Sin Cara, and Ty Dellinger. And the tag team division, they have a pretty strong tag team division now. Uh, between they already, they, They're keeping the Usos, they're keeping the New Day, the Bludgeon Brothers, and now they're bringing in the Bar, as well as Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Um, can I ask you, I mean, that looks, that's, that's, that's great and all. Uh, I actually had a question for you, uh, because I was very uh, confused. Um, the team that came in on NXT... Um, that was the the war. What were they called? The war. The war raiders. Yep. That's isn't that that's war machine, correct? Yes, it is. That is war machine. Yep. So why they they did the change name so they can own it? Probably. Yeah, that's that's almost exactly what it was. I'm all, I can almost guarantee you. Not because they don't want to. Yeah, because they want to own it, but I think also because. They want to um, like make merchandise off of it and all that other shit. That's why they're calling them War Raiders. I would assume because War Machine it name awful, of the song. Though. I mean that that name is like the Bludgeon Brothers. It just I don't care how many times they say it. It just I the War Raiders. I just I don't uh, I don't get it. But just call them War. Just call them War. Uh, that would sound better. Uh, war Raiders is better than Bludgeon Brothers. I would argue. It is, but I think you still should cut the name in half and just call it War. And call the other ones the Brothers. Fuck it. The Brothers. Hey, you know what? At this point, they call everyone fucking by their first name anyway. Call them Bludgeon and War. There you go. That's Bludgeon right and War? Wow. Is that a, the, the next stable on SmackDown? Yeah, yeah. War, and then uh, the other team is Bludgeon. That makes a lot, it sound a lot better than Bludgeon Brothers, like they're uh, out of a video game. Or yeah. a bad comic book. Pretty dumb name, but I'm sure they're going to have some great matches with another new SmackDown team of Sanity, who's also moving up. Eric Young, Alexander Wolfe, and Killian Dane. Conspicuous by her absence is Nikki Cross, but hopefully she does get called up at some point. But, uh, yeah, Sanity is SmackDown. I was really shocked with that because I always thought they would come, it would be on Raw and, and feud with S.H.I.E.L.D. or something. But, uh, you know, that, that, you know that, that group S.H.I.E.L.D. that uh, has the merch where it says the shield but they haven't been the shield and god knows how long since like four months ago 
Not even. Probably I mean, since Survivor Series, actually. Oh. But they're also I on SmackDown. Out, I am at that certain place, sir, that we don't speak of, uh, picking up Brother Josh. Of course, of uh, course. Would it be okay to... Uh, did you have any uh, last questions for me by well, any chance? Yeah, I just wanted well, to ask I you one more... A few minutes. Sure, I was going to ask you just one more question. Now, we're on our last pick anyway. Your thoughts on Andrade Zan Alamas, the former NXT champion arriving on SmackDown? Uh, you, know my, you know my thoughts, sir. <laughs> you know my thoughts. Which are I, that you uh, are not a fan. I, I, I think, again, a lot of NXT guys, they misuse. I think that if they can get it right, you know, it'll be interesting. I can see him being pushed to Intercontinental and, you know, whatever, U.S., sorry, U.S. champion, or, you know, hopefully they'll stick with, like, Sin Cara and, you know, turn them into the next, like, tag team job or team, like the Lucha Dragons or something, but, um... I would hope it'll not. Be, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with him, and, uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I think he can go places if they use him properly. And uh, finally, before I let you go, who has the better roster now coming out of the Superstar Shakeup? Who won the 2018 Superstar Shakeup, Raw or SmackDown Live? I would have to. I'd have to go with. Surprisingly, I like people on both sides. I'm drawn more to certain wrestlers on Raw, but I, I kind of think SmackDown actually won. Well, and also, you're taking into consideration the people they got and also the people that were already there as well. So that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, with SmackDown, I feel like they already won before the shakeup even started because they weren't losing AJ Nakamura or Bryan. Everyone else was like the icing on the cake, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So Raw's not bad, though. I don't think you could say Raw's a terrible roster right now because Raw still has Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Bobby Roode, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar when he's around, Ronda Rousey, and so many others. I think Raw's uh, doing pretty decent, but I think SmackDown, if anything else, is in much better shape than it was a fucking year ago when we got Jinder Mahal, like who gives a shit, and all, th- all these other people that no one can give two shits about. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing what's uh, what the future holds for both brands moving forward. So that being said, Brother Jason, thank you for making your long-anticipated, long-awaited, highly-anticipated debut here on WrestleRant Radio. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you soon. Before I let you go, are there any uh, last words? Uh, yes. Uh, if you haven't been able to uh, check out my channel, it's because a certain thing broke, so I'm unable to upload at the time. But I wanted to thank you for having me on, as always. And I appreciate it, Brother Graham, for everything, including Raw. And uh, I'll catch your ass down the road, and you have a great night. Would you say that your uh, device that you film on is broken? Yes. Very broken. So that being not said, wonderful, but it uh, is broken. <laughs> not wonderful, but it's broken. So will I see you in less than 365 days for WrestleMania 35? Yes, yes, sir. You also see uh, Queen Holland and uh, the girl with two Vs as well. I highly anticipate our WrestleMania journey, brother Jason. You have a great night, sir, and uh, to all your listeners, you know, remember after watching this video to delete it. (laughs) Sounds good, brother. I'll catch your ass down the road. (laughs) Bye. Delete.
All right, thanks to Jason for joining me here on WrestleRant Radio today, making his WrestleRant Radio debut, which is surprising. I mean, we've talked billions of times on the YouTube channel on hashtag AskGSM, but he's never before been on WrestleRant Radio. Change today, though, to help me break down the Superstar Shakeup. I would love to know what you guys think, though. Who won in the Superstar Shakeup for 2018? Raw or SmackDown Live? I tend to agree with Jason. I do think SmackDown got the better of the Shakeup, but Raw, as I mentioned, is not doing too horribly either. Uh, between all the star power they have on that brand as well. I forgot to mention Bobby Lashley. They've got a number of, uh, you know, Woken, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt. They've got a number of promising stars in the Raw side as well. So overall, I think the Superstar Shakeup did much more good to both brands, especially SmackDown, than it did harm. You know, a lot like last year where the Shakeup really kind of fucked up SmackDown. I think the shakeup this year kind of rectified any wrongs that occurred in last year's shakeup. So, anyway, guys, we will be back next week, I believe, with predictions for the greatest Royal Rumble. Yes, it's already here. The last couple of weeks in WWE have been crazy between WrestleMania, the Superstar Shakeup, we got the greatest Royal Rumble coming up, and then Backlash the week after that. So, next week, we will be previewing the greatest Royal Rumble. And also maybe some uh, Avengers Infinity thoughts as well. By that point, I don't think I will have seen the movie. Um, But you never know. I am highly anticipating Infinity War. It's crazy to think it's only a week away or a little over a week away. should be a uh, blockbuster, to say the least. But anyway, guys, as always, you can check me out on the socials, on Twitter, at WrestleRant, on Facebook at Facebook.com, backslash Graham.GSM.Matthews, on YouTube as well, at YouTube.com, backslash C, backslash Graham.GSM.Matthews. And of course, you guys could check out new episodes of WrestleRant Radio every single Thursday, not only on NextDayWrestling.net, but also on iTunes. Simply search up WrestleRant Radio on the Apple Podcast app. Rate, review, and subscribe. You got you not only get the new episodes on Thursdays, but you also get all the archived episodes as well, dating back to October of 2013. Every episode ever from the last five years. So it's a steal of a deal, completely free. WrestleRant Radio on iTunes. Subscribe today. So anyway, guys, have a great rest of your week. Try to uh, calm down. Try to uh, you know bounce back from the superstar shake of this past week. It's been a pretty crazy time in WWE for all of our WWE listeners and fans and whatnot. And also, one last thing, how could I forget about this? RIP to the living legend, Bruno San Martino, um, who passed away just, I believe, earlier today, or earlier on Wednesday, rather, on the 18th, if not the night of the 17th. Um, but rest in peace to one of the greatest this business has ever seen, one of the greatest WWE champions of all time. Bruno San Martino, rest in peace, my friend. And John Cena and Nikki Bella, what the hell is going on there? Broken up? Wedding is off? Engagement off? That was probably more shocking than anything I saw in the Superstar Shakeup. But anyway, guys, be well. Having a wonderful weekend. I'm Graham G.S. Matthews, and I'll catch your ass down the road. Delete!